Welcome to the podcast that's designed to fuel your success in selling technology solutions. I'm your host, Josh Lopresto, SVP of Sales Engineering at Tolaris, and this is Next Level Biz Tech. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Or on this week, we're talking about cloud. Uh, we're talking about specifically why licensing and security and infrastructure are also critical for Microsoft. Today, uh, we've got the wonderful Christian O'Brien from Atlas IP. Christian, welcome on, my man. Hey, Josh. How's it going today? Oh, better now that you're here. Uh, <laughs> let's let's kick this thing off, man. Uh, I, I think everybody wants to hear about your background. Um, tell us just a little bit about you. We're going to get to Atlas in a second, but mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about your background. How did you get into tech? How did you get into sales? Any kind of crazy winding path or have you just always set out and, you know, fill us in? So, yeah, sure. I mean, I don't, I can go way back. I actually, um, I'm a big sports fan. So when I was in college, I actually wanted to be a sports broadcaster. Um, so major was mass communications kind of realized that's not the road I wanted to go. Um, so I did a business minor, um, realized that, you know, sales was kind of for me, um, kind of a little bit, uh, um, loose, but so started as a BDR at a small, um, cybersecurity firm in Boston. And then I jumped to uh, Fuse, which was Unified Communications Platform, um, ended up in the channel uh, where I met Atlas IP, a bunch of different, you know, other partners. And then when the 8x8 um, purchase of Fuse happened, uh, Atlas IP reached out to me and said, hey, Christian, what do you think about being becoming a partner? Right. And uh, I, you know, worked with these guys forever, um, know the industry and I thought about it and then kind of realized I'm like, hey, these guys um, bring a lot of value to their customers. Obviously, the, the commission is you can make as much as you want. There's a lot of freedom in it. So, you know, I'm kind of was like, you know what, I'm going to take a jump towards it. So here I am a year and a half in um, and definitely a good decision. Love it. Uh, now, now I got to ask. I heard the I heard the accent there. Uh, so Boston, and, and you got the sports background. You got a lot of sports yes. options in Boston. Uh, what, what what was your favorite? Oh, football for me. So football through high school. Didn't get the opportunity to play in college, but massive Pats fan. Um, and if you don't, I probably will say Wicked at least <laughs> twice during this podcast. So just just you know, for people who aren't used to it, you know. It's going it. to happen. It's going to happen. It. I love it. All right. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about then uh, your role at Atlas and, and really who Atlas IP is. Sure. So I'm a technology advisor for Atlas IP. Um, and there's about 10 of us at the company um, run by Nick Prosser and Brian Robertson. They're the, they're the presidents. They started the company about 10, 12 years ago, I believe. Um really focused in at the beginning on, um, you know, moving PBXs to the cloud, right? Um, and really, since I've been on here and a little bit before I even joined, they've decided to, you know, really dive into different technologies because once you're in a company, you know, once you have a client, you sell them, you know, UCAS or CCAS or something like that, there's a, a bunch of different opportunities that you can really provide them right what's for microsoft for example what is 
you know, who do you, who provides your Microsoft licensing for security, right? That's a whole nother branch of revenue for us and just opportunities to talk to the customer. So we've been really trying to be more um, open with the technologies that we're pitching to our clients and just basically listening for those trigger words into different technologies other than UCAS, but that's still pretty core competency over here. Awesome. I love it. Uh, let's talk about that. You, you mentioned uh, licensing. Let's, let's jump in here a little bit. I mean, we think about cloud and infrastructure, migrations, all that good stuff. What's a, what's a misconception that you see when you're out there talking to customers? Sure. Um, a misconception is, and let me kind of break this down a little bit. So when we are, when I'm prospecting into accounts, a lot of the times we are trying to get a small win, right? We're trying to start the conversation. We're trying to kind of put buzzwords in front of the customers. So a lot of the times what we're doing is through CSPs that we work with through Tolaris, we're saying, hey, um, we could probably save you five to 10% on your Microsoft licensing, right? So some of the misconceptions I get from the client is, you know, how can you do that for like-to-like -like services? Um, how is the support going to be? Is how is like the, that transition from, you know, going from Microsoft Direct to a CSP? Um, and also, just to touch on the licensing, some of the misconceptions might be around security, right? Um, when you go into like the E3, E5 licenses, um, a lot of it has to do with email security, but essentially, you can really get a lower cost option for maybe a better solution um, from one of, you know, from a bunch of different email security partners. So um, those are some of the misconceptions, but um, yeah. That's good. Now let's, let's talk about once you're in that conversation, uh, let's say we go beyond licensing. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, you, you mentioned, I think a really good point that I love when I hear partners, Hey, we're going to get in for this. And we realize that if we do a good job with that, which we know we will, it's going to give us the opportunity to do other things for this customer. So we've got to, we've got to figure out how to address those, right? Which is why you're here. Uh, so if we look beyond licensing, where else are you finding they need help, right? Are we talking migration? Are we talking cloud off a of prem? What are you seeing? Yeah. Um, it, it depends on the customer, right? And everybody, well, every customer thinks or has a different way of thinking, right? So I work with customers that are moving their on-premise to the cloud. I have, you know, customers that are in a hybrid cloud, but they want to be more scalable and go towards an AWS or something like that. Um, but mostly, I think it's more in the the urgency is a little bit more from like an on-premise system to moving towards the cloud is usually kind of what I see. Um, and really getting into those conversations from just that Microsoft licensing is just, you know, what else are you guys using with Microsoft, right? Is it Azure? Is it AWS? Are you guys on-premise, right? And then that's kind of when you kind of start getting more information in towards to drive to that conversation. So really just, I guess, be listening in that. Uh, mm. I, I think some of the strategies that, that we see are, as you uncover, as you're, as you're listening for those pain points, or you're listening for just points, uh, you know, do you drill down in that and go, how's that working? How's that going? Is I mean, I'd imagine there's somewhat of a checklist in that for you, right? Sure, yeah. But there is also a thing to where if you're in a conversation about, say, Microsoft licensing, 
Um, you want to make sure, and they're interested in that conversation. You want to make sure you drill down into that first. Sure. But when you're having those conversations, Microsoft can basically do a lot of it, like almost everything, right? They can do a lot of different things. So when you kind of drive in, dive into, you know, are you, do you have E5 licenses? If they do great, are you guys using Microsoft for your voice or for your PBX? Right. So there's so many different ways and branches from that Microsoft conversation to where you can dive into each one of their technologies. Right. So I think once you dive in and find out, okay, this guy's interested for, or girl's interested for um, Microsoft licensing, let's see, let's expand that conversation to exactly what is their Microsoft licensing doing for them today. Yeah. Good point. Uh, Let's talk about maybe, uh, you know, pit, pitfalls, gotchas, some of the rabbit holes in here. I mean, is there anything, if I'm a partner and I'm listening to this and, and, and you're starting to convince me, all right, I can do this, I can tackle this, I, I haven't done this, maybe I've, I've focused in a different technology area. What's a pitfall in this? What is a, uh, what's a roadblock that's going to come up potentially that I need to be ready for? I, I wouldn't necessarily say roadblock. I think um, it really just depends on the companies that you're um, – you're prospecting into, right? Like if you, like for Microsoft licensing, just as a partner perspective, if I'm looking to to make money, right? Am I going to go to um, a, you know, sub 100 customer trying to sell them Microsoft licensing? Maybe, I, you know, I can, right? If, if I'm in that conversation already, will we make a lot of money on that? No. Is there better conversations to have in, you know, in that account? Probably. But if you're looking into um, trying to save people on their Microsoft licensing, have that more of an in-depth conversation, you can get to hire, you know, employee count companies, right. And have a little bit of a deeper conversation because that's when, you know, they have E3, E5, E1 licenses, they have the business standard licenses. It's a little bit more complex. So it, that conversation means, the licensing conversation means a little bit different. It's a little bit different to customers that are a little bit higher in, in the employee count, you know, range, if you will. Makes sense. Uh, more likelihood for sprawl. Makes yeah. Perfect sense. And then they just go, oh my gosh, I can't keep up with this. I need your help. If you know Microsoft licensing, yes, let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's walk through a, uh, let's walk through an example here. Um, sure. Talk to me about, a deal that you got involved in, you know, where did it start? What was the problem, you know, and, and, and kind of how has that gone? Sure. So I'm really piggybacking off this, you know, wedge in terms of getting um, Microsoft, like discount Microsoft licensing. Cause and really what I was saying on the last question is you want to kind of target bigger, you know, enterprise organizations because they have the bigger enterprise uh, Microsoft bill. Right. Um, so really actually this morning, um, I was reaching out, save five, 10% on your Microsoft licensing. I actually got a response from a fortune 500 company, um, from the CIO, uh, being that, um, put his whole team on an email chain with me and said, Hey, I would love to save 10, 10 to five, five to 10% on my Microsoft licensing. Why don't you guys set up a call with Christian, see what he has and get back to me. So I think just based off that, it if you can get into a account in a conversation just with Microsoft licensing, you don't need to 
have all the technical, you know, aspects of what each license does. It helps, but if you can get in there as a wedge, um, find out exactly, you know, what they're using their Microsoft licensing for, then you can really kind of pinpoint, okay, so what are you doing with your phone system? What are you doing? Are you guys in the cloud, right? It's, there's so much meat on that bone just from a simple, um, you know, en entry strategy to, you know, prospecting. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, was chatting with another partner on this and, and it's funny what, what we think is difficult in our world sometimes is, totally different of what a customer thinks is difficult in their world. So you're you're looking at this going, I get licensing, I understand it, I know what to do with it, and you've got a CIO here that's in charge of a million things. Helix's li uh, licensing is incredibly complicated, and if anybody can come in and help me with this really hard thing, then absolutely, right? So you get in, mm -hmm. you crack the wedge with the CIO on licensing, you save them a few bucks, you're a hero, and then all of a sudden the things that, that, that you think are, you know, that, that, that he thinks are maybe, uh, you know, even easier. You're going, oh, my gosh, those are those are simple. Um, yeah. and, and, of course, if he can figure these out, he can get that. So you're just such a natural uh, one to take the rest of that business. I love that strategy. Yeah, and it's it's a lot. It's in the one thing I've learned about being in, you know, the agent partner world is all it really takes is just getting somebody on the phone because we can sell so many different things, right? There's a million different things we can sell. So when you're, when you're focusing in on a singular, you know, aspect like Microsoft licensing, um, there is so much different uh, conversations that come out of that conversation based on security, phone system, or even the cloud, like I said, so that's, it just really opens up the conversation to really more. And that's why I would urge someone like me joining is really keep your eyes open to learning new technologies, asking the right questions, um, and really just you have finding any way that you can just have a single conversation in a, you know, a net new account. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the funny thing in this too, is that there is a preconceived notion outside looking in if we've never sold these things before in the channel that that's got to be really hard. It's, it, it's got to mm -hmm. be a lot of moving parts to it. And the funny feedback from partners that have grown up selling one or two specific things is when they go and do these and after they execute on a few, they go, you know, in the end, it was it was much easier. Right. I don't have. I don't have outages. I don't have turnups. I don't have. Uh, it's 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 different than I thought it was. Uh, and I mm -hmm. and I make more. And I help companies in a different way. So it's cool to hear that. Yeah, for sure. And you know, they they know that you can sell all these different technologies. So when they have a project, say in cybersecurity, they're going to reach out to you. Um, yeah. If they have a project in, um, you know, they're looking for a new circuit, we can sell it to them, right? So really um flexing some knowledge on the customer and the different things that you can sell is only going to benefit you yeah. um might take a little long to you know figure all this stuff out because again there is a million things that you can sell um but that's why it helps to have you know the SEs at Solaris helping you if if you ever have um any fear of going into a conversation and not knowing what you're talking about those are the perfect um, resources to bring on a call, right? Um, I wouldn't let lack of knowledge in, a, in an aspect or a subject um, hesitate you from asking about it. Love it. Awesome points. Love it. Bring us in. We love uh, 
we love getting into some crazy stuff. So, um, all right. So, so as we think about, uh, okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm another partner listening to this and um, I'm thinking about going into it, but I'm not sure. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not fully comfortable yet. What, mm-hmm. what are some questions that you might give those partners if they've got existing relationships, right? Maybe they've sold other things. Um, maybe going back to some of your early points or any, I'm a big questions fan. So I'd love to make sure mm-hmm. we always drop questions on this. What are some of those questions that you would ask or give them to ask? Sure. I, to just kind of start off, I think it is very important to obviously keep that relationship going. Um, and when, and especially if you have a really good relationship with that client, you can set up, you know, monthly you know, quarterly business reviews of kind of really how is the technology I just sold you uh, doing, right? Is there any problems with that? And other questions is just around, I think the the biggest one is cost optimization is a huge um, driver for my customers right now. So really what I would say is just asking them, hey, is there any IT cost optimization initiatives uh, happening at your organization? Um, yes, great. Tell me a little bit more about that. Um, and then, cause once you start understanding what customers have, um, in terms of their vendors, what they're spending on them, then you can really take a look at it and say, okay, well, I know that they are spending, you know, say $30,000 a month on their AWS bill, right? Could we go look at a private cloud vendor to, to alleviate some of that? Um, oh, you're spending, you have 300 different um, E5 licenses. Those are pretty expensive. Um, a lot of people buy Microsoft E5 licenses for the email security. Okay, well, there's great um, email security vendors that are, might be a little bit of a cheaper option for you that probably will have more robust um, uh, requirement or not requirements, but um, uh, what am I? Features. There we go, Josh. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so I think it's just really asking about and really understanding what do these clients have in like internally, what vendors are they using? What are they spending on them? And then that's really, that opens up the can of worms into, yeah, I think I'm paying way too much for my, um, Microsoft licensing. I think I'm paying way too much for my phone system. Right. And then that's kind of where you can really, um, spread your roots into the account. Love it. All right. Uh, final question here. So uh, this is this is fast moving tech, right? There's a lot of things going on. Microsoft's dumping a bunch of money into this, right? We got all kinds of cool technologies coming out. What's your envisionment? And and it's probably hard to say much past twelve months, but uh, any any change in strategy that you would advise anybody on if we're looking at the next 12 months or be aware of anything else, just kind of your perspective of what you think comes next. Sure. Um, so little story for you. I came in obviously um, into the agent world as a UCAS vendor or a UCAS part, you know, specialist, if you will. So all I would do when I first got here was try to sell UCAS. Um, what were people emailing me back about security every single time? I, it's the funniest thing. I'm talking to my boss and I'm like, hey, I'm in, I, I'm in only a couple of these UCAS conversations, but every single time I'm sending a UCAS email, I'm getting, hey, do you guys, you know, and we get on the phone with them. Really, their concern is about security. Um, 
So I think that is a huge market that not a lot of people are really tapping into or, or really asking the questions around. Um, that's really the, the sweet spot right now, I would say, um, is cybersecurity really understanding kind of, there's a bunch of different ways to, to do it, right? There's a bunch of different, you know, um, theories on, on which technologies that you need. Um, but if you, I would dive into cybersecurity for sure, because that's really what my customers are coming back to me for. I love it. Uh, and, and, and I think the timing on it is good too, because we've obviously got all these great AI things coming out and there, when, when new things and cool things come, tend to come out, uh, people want to put security on the, the SaaS provider and forget that they still have to design security into it. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's their data when, you know, just because you put things out in public doesn't mean the public is secure or, or the vendor is secure. You have to consider all those. So, so great point. Um, mm -hmm. I think that, I think that kind of puts a bow on it, right? Talking licensing security, we, we realize why it's critical. I mean, licensing is at the center of what everybody does these days. 90, however many percentage of, of businesses out there have Microsoft licensing. So mm -hmm. uh, I think you've, you've helped really drive down why this is all critical because it's at the epicenter of what every business does. Yes. Uh, very well put. Awesome. All right, my man, uh, Christian, that brings us up to the end. Uh, really appreciate you coming on, man. Awesome. Thanks, Josh. Okay. Everybody that wraps us up, Christian O'Brien, Atlas IP. I'm your host, Josh Lepresto, SVP of sales engineering, cloud licensing, security, and infrastructure. Until next time. Next Level BizTech has been a production of Tolera Studio 19. Please visit Tolaris.com for more information.